rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again after the Christmas break we had. Hope everybody had a nice holiday, nice safe holiday for uh, Christmas and you know New Year's Eve coming and New Year's Day coming up. Hopefully you guys will have another safe and fun holiday. I had a fun holiday. Um, talked about a little bit last week, but my youngest son uh, Eagles tickets was able to go to the the, the New York Giants Eagles game this past week. Um, I'll dive into a little bit uh, later on about the game. Just because it has a little bit of a significant value in it, not only because it was my my son's first ever Eagles game to witness live, um, but the King James belt is coming home. It's coming back to the rightful owner, and our good buddy King is not happy, and I love it. <laughs> but uh, before we get into the show, though, make sure you head over to StayTunedSports.net so you can follow all, all of our social media accounts. Um, you know, our Twitter, Facebook, YouTube channels, all that stuff. Make sure you like and subscribe all that. Um, merchandise tab is up top. Even though Christmas is over, you, st- you know, you still could give some some gifts, you know, some surprising gifts people do like out of, out of the blue, you know, especially if it's a Stay Tuned Sports podcast merchandise. I mean, come on. Um, and if you don't want to do that, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I totally understand. Just head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports and just another way to show your support to the show if you want to make a, a little donation that that way I can help make the, the giveaways a little bit bigger with the new year coming. I have a lot of things planned for next year. Um, so head there and don't forget we still have our uh, sports chat line 612 STS chat Call in, give me your take on some of the sports things that have happened during the week. Like, do you think Conor McGregor should fight Jake Paul? That's that's a rumor out there that supposedly Jake Paul's camp has been in touch with Conor McGregor's camp about possibly setting up a boxing match. Not going to talk about that this episode. I want to see how that story plays out because Conor's name has been dropped a couple times um, when it comes to the boxing Jake Paul. And, you know... It could be interesting, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out with with, with that. Um, so, no racing this past Friday, like I talked about last week on the show. No racing this weekend either. Um, they will be back next Friday. Uh, so, no, there, there's nothing really to recap. So, we're just going to kind of skip that segment, or usually our opening segment there. Um, past weekend, Aaron Rodgers broke Brett Favre's passing touchdown record um, and kind of begs the question to you guys who would you rather have starting on your team Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers um, at first glance before I did some like digging and, and some you know research I've always liked Brett Favre I always thought he was better than Aaron Rodgers Rodgers is good I'm not saying he's not um, definitely Hall of Famer, especially with this record. Um, but after I was like, you know, look at the stats and looking at the the, the 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 teams that they played on with the players, 
Gotta go with Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, he's a little bit more of a diva than Brett Favre was, but I think that's also because of the um, the era, you know. Um, with this aspect of it, I think we could say that. As far as, well, you know, a lot of times when we say, well, who's better, Joe Montana or Joe Namath? Um, it gets brought up, well, you can't say that because different times, you know, different roles, and, and that's true. I do believe in that. But these guys played close enough, um, you know, era that I, I don't think we could use that excuse to be able to justify one or the other being um, the better quarterback. But if you if you look at you know their playing careers, um, Aaron Rodgers needed less games to break this record. He needed like forty or so less games than Brett Favre. But the the thing that stood out to me was yes, Brett Favre threw a ton of interceptions. But that's how he played. That's how he played the game. He, I don't want to say it was um, careless with the ball, but he truly believed if, if I could get this in that, that slot there, I'm going to try. And that's why he has like 200 some more interceptions than Aaron Rodgers. But if you go back and look at like the teams they played on, the players that were around them, you know, let's not forget the past few seasons. One of the biggest knock on Green Bay is not getting Aaron Rodgers any wide receiver help other than Devontae Adams. So if you look back at when Favre in his prime um, winning the Super Bowls, you look at some of the, the, the players that were on his team, you know, just, just wide, wide receiver wise. You know, he had Sterling Sharp, obviously one of the best Packers receivers in that, that time. Um, Antonio Freeman, Robert Brooks, even Donald Driver. Donald Driver had a few good years there. And then you could mix in some of the tight ends. Mark Chamara uh, for Favre's you know, time in Green Bay. But if you look at Aaron Rodgers, players that have been around him, his running back group consisted of Eddie Lacy, who had a good like rookie year, maybe second year, but then just totally nosedived into the buffet table. You had Ryan Grant, he had one one good year. Wide receivers, okay, you know, you had Jordy Nelson, uh, Greg Jennings were teammates. So I mean wide receiver wise earlier on in Aaron Rodgers' career I think he had a better receiver tandem than he does obviously than he does now because I mean well I mean before Lazard came on seems like Lazard might be really coming on as that number two guy to, to compliment um, Devontae Adams but Rodgers really had a lesser team because you know if you if you want to even say wide receiver wise overall they're tied Aaron Rodgers ha- has never had a, a good tight end a consistent tight end since Jamarco uh Jermichael, yeah can't even talk 
uh, Finley that, that started for him earlier on in his career. And even then, he wasn't like a... He wasn't like a Rob Gronkowski or a top three tight end. He was he was good. I mean, Brett Favre had better tight ends. So to see that like Aaron Rodgers could put up these numbers and break this record with what was around him, just imagine what he would do if he was like, you know, with Cooper Cup and, and ODB. Uh, some, you know Robert Woods all, all around him like say say if he was put on the, the Rams or even in Cincinnati with, with that young group of, of wide receivers he he's definitely better than I, I think people even give him credit for yeah he's a diva yeah he's he's a baby especially with this whole um, vaccination thing go, going on with him but I could see why he wants out of Green Bay I mean, they definitely have not helped him at all. And if he could get put on a team that has some good young receivers and still with a good offensive line, because let's be honest, Green Bay has always had good, consistent offensive linemen to keep their quarterback clean. If he could get onto a team that still has that good offensive line and uh, a young receiving core, he could get he could put good numbers up for the next four or five more years if he wanted to play that long. I mean, he talked about earlier on in his career playing only like eight to ten seasons, and here he is, what, season 15, season 16, something like that. So if it was up to me, I would definitely be taking Aaron Rodgers over Brett Favre. Brett Favre, obviously a Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers should be a first ballot Hall of Famer when the time comes. Now I'm just in here thinking, though, you know, if, if this whole him leaving Green Bay thing goes through in the offseason... What teams out there would he be able to possibly latch on with? You know, he's not going. He's not going to the Rams. I mean, Matthew Stafford's there. They unload up their their draft future for him. Washington, the Washington team is just in shambles. They're not going to get. You know, he's not going to go there. He'll probably he would probably sit out rather than go there. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's going to be there for a couple more years. Maybe, just maybe, Green Bay's his best bet to stay. I mean, you know, if Lazard is coming around as a number two guy, mix in some some of, of these running backs that they have now, you know, another year gets better. Maybe he could Put one last run together, win two, three, or you know, two or three more Super Bowls. He already has one, and that's the only thing that's really Brett Favre has over him now is Super Bowl wins. If he doesn't win this year, a Super Bowl this year, I'd be curious to see if he'd come back for another season to win one more Super Bowl.
Up next, we have our bringing back our, our hot minute take again, just like last week. And this time, this week, we're going to talk a little bit of Tua. Is he shown enough to be part of the Miami Dolphins' future? So, in case you guys have been living underneath a rock, um, since the trade deadline has come and gone, the Dolphins are on a like uh, well, it's a six-game win streak, six-game win streak, and he's been one of the better, if not the best, you know, accurate passers. Now, Grant, he does have a few years, about another year or two before the Dolphins have to make a case of you know getting rid of him or not. But the, just these past six games has shown he can carry this team. Um, he may not be able to win games all on his own. But that may come over within the next year or two. I mean, look at we see with Jalen Hurts. He's a young quarterback. He's not that. He's not Brett Favre. He's not Aaron Rodgers. But there's very few teams out there that have those those quarterbacks, and it's very tough to find a good good enough quarterback to win games with what he has. And that's what he has in Miami. Not much. So that was. The hot minute take, my little sales pitch to say why I think Tua should be part of Miami's future. And just to kind of go a little further with it, um, they don't really have running backs. I mean, if, if the Dolphins could get some weapons for him, he could move it up the next level. And that I, I put on the Dolphins. They need to help him much like the Eagles did for Hurts in drafting Devontae Smith. We're going to take a quick break here, but when we come back, we have our blue picks and a special football picks, if you want to call it. I don't want to say blue picks, but I will be picking my winners for this weekend's college football semifinals. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Is there things interfering with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com slash listener. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It is professional counseling done securely online. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com listener. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash listener. Fourth and five. Jones steps up, takes off, he's in, touchdown! Third down and three. 
Jackson has all day. Looking deep for Hollywood Brown again. He's got it. Brown off to the races. And he stays on his feet. Touchdown. And here is your blue picks of the week. Brought to you by Skunk Duck Studios. The best ducking designs on the web. And that's right. So we are entering week 17 of the NFL season. No, it is not the final week of the season. This is the first season. Season They're actually going 18 weeks. And I didn't do that well last week. Um, the week before I went 3-0. This week I did 1-2. Even though the one game I picked um, the Packers to beat the Browns decisively, they really didn't. So to kind of recap my week 16 picks, for my blowout pick, I had the Packers to win by 10, 10 points or more. Um, they barely beat the Browns, even with Baker Mayfield's four interceptions. That's the surprising part is that for as much as we talked earlier in the show about how well Aaron Rodgers is, in a way that defense didn't help um, Green Bay's defense. They, they barely beat them. Uh, I think it was what, like 24 20 or something like that? Like it's only a few points. And when you have, but you also got to put some of the blame on Green Bay. When you have a team that gave you four interceptions, at least half those times, if not three quarters of those picks, should have turned into seven points. When you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and a wide receiver like Devontae Adams. But it didn't happen. Um, so I did not get that pick right. My lock, I took the Bucks over Carolina. We all know how that happened. We all knew it was going to happen. Matt Rule may be on his way out. Maybe next week I'll talk about, you know, what coaches may be getting fired within, you know, a week. Um, I just had a feeling, you know, Cam Newton's not good. And Tom Brady's not going to go back-to-back bad games. Then for my upset... I took the Giants over my Eagles. Watching that first half live, I was nervous. I really thought, you know, if this game stays close, and and I still think this, if the game stayed close, the Giants were going to pull it out. Jalen Hurts was not running the ball. There were so many times that he could have ran for a first down and decided to try to force it or or roll out and, and throw the ball away. Even that, there was plays that he should have thrown the ball away and he decided to take a sack. Second half, totally different story. Um, Seemed like they started to really get the running game going like the past few weeks. Unfortunately, Miles Sanders now is out with a broken hand, so this next week or two is going to be interesting to see how that running back crew for the Eagles steps up. Jordan Howard left the game with a stinger. He's day by day. If he can't go, then we're looking at Boston Scott, um, Gainswell, and Joe Schmo from Kokomo. <laughs> I mean, that's our third running back. So it's not looking too good for that running back room. And that's a big loss for this Eagles team if uh, Jordan Howard can't come back and carry carry the load. But either way, Giants did not upset them. We destroyed them. Um did not see a I think it was what 24 to 3 or 32 to 6 something like that did not see that coming 
definitely sent a lot of videos of my youngest uh, singing the Eagles fight song to our good buddy King just to piss him off a little bit more. And, and you know, it's it's the given season. So, you know, I was giving him some good videos. But, um, but as far as this week's upcoming games, week 17, here are my picks. So for my blowout pick, going with Tampa Bay again. They're giving the Jets 13. Um, Tampa's looking to build off last week's offensive win especially with the playoffs right around the corner you want to go in to the playoffs obviously hot on the flip side of that game Jets are just not good they haven't been good all season a lot of issues with the quarterback position a lot of issues up and down that team so I think Tampa Bay is going to blow them out Uh, for my lock pick I have the Packers who are giving Minnesota six and a half Packers are on a four-game win streak. Aaron Rodgers and that offense is just clicking right now at the right time. They, as far as the NFC, probably the most dangerous team um, going into the playoffs. If I if if it was the NFC Championship game today, and it was the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Aaron Rodgers and, and Green Bay, I probably would take Green Bay, even though it's Tom Brady. Um. You know, and this that game right there might decide who would be the MVP of the of the uh, of the season. Even though I think Jonathan Taylor's name should be in the same sentence as Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, um, he's helping carrying that Colts team. Carson Wentz is good, but he's not carrying the team. Jonathan Taylor has is having an outstanding season and should definitely be heavily considered for the MVP. Um, for my upset pick, I got the Cardinals over the Cowboys. This one, this game here, I was de- I was deciding between an upset pick or my lock pick. And if it was my lock pick, it was actually gonna be the Cowboys. But here's the thing: here's why I'm picking Cardinals to upset the Cowboys. Cardinals are getting five and a half. Yes, Cardinals are on a three-game losing streak. We know how f- far they've been nosediving. Um, but when you have your, your your back to the wall, you got two games left to you know till the playoffs, and you you need to get that offense going. You need to get that team going. All they need is get one win, get that you know stop the free fall the free fall. And as far as the Cowboys. We're used to a Cowboys collapse by now. And we're still waiting. So what better time than right now to start that collapse going into the playoffs? Might be wishful thinking of me because I hate the Cowboys. But the Cardinals are a better team than what they've been playing these past three, four weeks. So I got them picked as my upset pick uh, to go against the Cowboys. So the kind of recap... My blowout pick, I have Tampa Bay over the Jets. My lock pick, I have Packers over Minnesota. And my upset pick, I have Cardinals over the Cowboys. Now, at the top of the show, I say I have you know, a special pick for, for the college football semifinals. I believe it is on New Year's Eve. Uh, first game's at 3, I think the second game's at 7. The game between Cincinnati and Alabama. You got to go with Alabama. You know, even if these other two teams were playing Alabama, I'd still probably go with Alabama. 
Cincinnati really hasn't played a Alabama caliber team. Probably the closest they played was Notre Dame. And they only put up 24 points. And unfortunately, when it comes playoff time with these Alabama teams, you got to be able to put up 30, 40 points. And I just can't see Cincinnati putting that up. So I got Alabama winning this one. Plus they're favored by 13. I could actually see them really blow them out and win by 20, 25 points. Kind of like Notre Dame versus Clemson a couple years back. Then for the other game, Georgia versus Michigan. This is like a tale of two choke artist teams. You know, past few seasons, late in the season, Georgia has choked. Jim Harbaugh has never won the big one, quote unquote. Um, Has always choked for a game that would knock them out of playoffs. And here they are in the playoffs, though. So what team do we pick? Going with Georgia here. Just look at that defense. I mean, the defense is one of, if not the best, in the nation this year. And I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be one to choke this time around between these two teams. And I think this defense is going to shut down that Michigan offense. So that is my college football semifinal picks. And I believe that's going to be it for this week. Um, make sure you head over to staytunesports.net. So you can follow all our social media accounts, like, share, subscribe, whatever they tell you to do. Merch tab is up top there. Uh, jackets. I got to start making some coffee mugs. I, I think that's going to be the next thing we're going to throw up on there. Um, if you don't want to uh, support us that way, that's totally fine. Totally understand. Head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another avenue to show your support to this show. And don't forget, we still have our Stay Tuned Sports Hotline, 612-STS-CHAT. Give me a call. Tell me what you think about the show. Tell me what you think about my blue picks. Who are your college football picks? Do you think Favre is better than Rodgers? Rodgers better than Favre? You let me know. Make sure you guys have a safe, happy holiday, happy New Year's. Please be safe. Please Uber. Please call a taxi. Don't drive drunks. Not worth it. Till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.